Good afternoon, everybody. Today we're going to talk a little bit more about the corona vaccine, in case you haven't heard enough about it yet. Uh, one of the shilas that a lot of people are asking, because Baruch Hashem, people are getting vaccinated now, all the healthcare workers, uh, someone in my shul got vaccinated last week, and a whole bunch of others got vaccinated and are getting vaccinated this week from the corona vaccine. And a lot of people, especially frontline healthcare workers, and even in the next stage, when it comes to older people who've been confined to their homes for months and months and months, will feel a great, great sense of emotion in getting this vaccine, meaning this uh, symbolizes uh, the first steps of the Yeshua of turning back to some semblance of normalcy, of not having to see all of this death and all of these terrible things that we've seen over the last several months. So the Shaila was raised, what bracha do you make on this stuff? Meaning you're going to get this vaccine, should you say a shachianu, should you say a tova metiv, should you say some sort of tefillah, should we compose our own tefillah related to this vaccine? So let's start with, can you say a bracha? So is shachianu uh, a rishos any Way, meaning it's something that uh, you could choose to say or not to say. So certainly some types of Shekhyanu are not a Rishos. Meaning when it comes to Shekhyanu and Yantif or a mitzvah that's Bami's Man it's absolutely a chiv. The discussion of whether Shekhyanu is a Rishos is on something nice that you buy or an event that makes you happy, which is certainly what we're talking about over here. That comes from a Gemara in Erevin Daf Memam Beis. The Gemara tells us that that we raise the Shaila, do you say a do we say that since Roshan Yom Kippurim only come once a year, we should say Shachyanu? Or maybe since it's not called the Regel, we shouldn't say Shachyanu? Lo have a they didn't know the answer. I say Shekhyanu even on a new melon, on a new gourd or something. So I'm really Rishos lo kamibayli. I know you're allowed to say Shekhyanu on things like that. Ki kamibayli chovamai. I want to know if you're obligated to say Shekhyanu. So the Gemara introduces us to this concept that there are certain things that might make you happy where you have a Rishos to say Shekhyanu even absent a chova. And that's what the Ramah Paskins v'yesha kasu shenagu lahakel bebrachazu she'ena chova el Rishos. That a lot of people do not recite a on new fruits and things like that because it's not a chova, it's only rishos. And that's why lots of people are makil on uh, such brachos. So should one recite a bracha when they're overwhelmed with emotion? So even with regard to mitzvahs, there's some discussion. What about if it's a mitzvah, it's not bummies man lezman, but it's a mitzvah that you are super excited to do. It's just giving you a great sense of emotion. So the chayyadim in the Sefer Shari Tzedek on Hilchos Eretz Yisrael, Shar Mishpatei Haaretz, Perek Yeralef Oschav, writes that we paskin like the Ramah in Yerdea, Simon Chavches, to say Shekhyon on the first time you do Kisoy Adam, on the first time you Shechta Chayo or Of, and you do Kisoy Adam. Shach disagrees because it's not a mitzvah Shish Simcha, it's not a mitzvah above Nizman Lizman, nor is it a mitzvah that like you acquire something where you purchase something or anything like that, like tzitzis or tefillin. But in Binas Adam, he writes, Lachainim Ezke Lalos Laeretz Hakadosha, Lakayim Shemitzvah Shumus Amaisros, Bipam Rishon Shaafrish, Avarich Shekhyanu. He writes with great emotion. If I'm ever zocha to be able to go to Eretz Yisrael and I'm able to do the mitzvah of Afrash Shumas Amaisos, if some people on the Shia that are in Eretz Yisrael now, you got to go and do the mitzvah of Afrash Shumas Amaisos. Chayyadim says, I would say, someone sent me a picture of my son being Mafrash Shumas Amaisos in Eretz Yisrael on Erev Shabbos. First time in his life he ever did that mitzvah. So you would say a Shechianu because you're so excited, says Chayyadim, to do that mitzvah. So 
clothes, something that you're not to make available to you to do, like Kisya Adam, and then you uh, the mitzvah is Baliado, Simcha, you should be Mavarich with great Simcha. So Primagadim in the Psicha Kalala, Stilchus Birksashachar quotes a Bach in Arachaim Simon Chavtes that you can say Shachyanu whenever you feel a sense of joy, because there's no Vitzivanu in the Shachyanu. So if you feel a deep sense of a Karsatov Tashem, you can say the Bracha. That might explain why we say Shachyanu on a Leidas Habas. The Gemara does not say to say Shachyanu when your daughter is born. And yet, people do. Shulchan says we're supposed to. So Mishbura says from the Primagadim to say Shachyanu because you're very happy to see her, so it's like not seeing a friend for 30 days. That's why you make a Shachyanu when you see your daughter. You hadn't seen her in 30 days which is a shvera comparison. You haven't seen her ever. She was, it's not like you missed her. She wasn't in existence. The Nitziv in Merome Sudden, Brachas Tavdun Ches, suggests that no, the reason you say Shachyanu when, uh, when your daughter's born is because it's like buying an Eved, where you say Shachyanu. An Eved has to work for you. Maisi Yodeha of the girl goes la'aviha. So she's a logara me'eved. So that's why you'd say a Shachyanu, a beautiful Dvar for the Kiddush uh, that you make for, for a daughter. That's logara me eved. That uh, that you would say a shachianu. So I wrote about this in my second sefer, Akona Lamachel Beisim and Chavei, where I pointed out that the Nitziv writes that maybe Abbas is not a matana tova la'aviha, ki adua ba'agada. What's he talking about? He's talking about the Gemara at the end of the first paragraph of Basra, where it says, uh, the Darshan's a positive, Hashem birich hasavram bakol, that Rav Meir says, what's bakol? That he didn't have a daughter. Rabbi Yudha said, no, bakol is that he did have a daughter. And Acherim say that he had a daughter, and bakol was her name. That's uh, a big uh, tumult in the Ramban and the Nebuchadnezzar, whether uh, that's uh, ha- how that's supposed to be understood. What kind of joke is that? That he had a daughter and his na- her name was bakol? Is that a joke? Is that serious? He's supposed to take it literally. Anyway, the Ebenezer seemed to take it literally, and the Ramban seemed very upset at the Ebenezer for taking that literally. Um, but uh, but but uh, after uh, Rabbi Shimba Rebbe had a daughter, so Rebbe said to him uh, that uh, that you should uh, that you brought reveal the olam. So Bar Kapara said, Your father gave you Tanchum and Shalhevel. It shouldn't really be at all comforting. Um, and the, uh, f- the 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 Gemara in Sanhedrin Daf Kufam Beis elaborates that when a person has a daughter, he has a lot of worries. He's always nervous about his daughter. He's always where he goes through, the Gemara goes through what the worries are about one's daughter. A father feels so connected to his daughter, and he loves her so much, and all he ever wants to do is protect his daughter, so at every stage in her life he's worrying. He's, the, the last good night of sleep he has is the night before his first daughter is born. But then throughout her whole life, so maybe that's why Abbas maybe would not uh, get a Shechianu based on the, uh, you know, the Gemara not saying it. Okay, but that's but this is the basic idea, that when we have something very, very exciting, we say a shachianu. But not always. The Gemara in Brachas Tafnut Tassam Beis tells us explicitly that there is a difference between that which is tov liatzmo and that which is not only tov liatzmo, but it's tov lacherim as well. And whenever it's good for you and for others, the correct bracha is hatov vehametiv. Shachianu is when something good happens just for you. And the Shulchan Aruch paskins this in Simen Reish Chav Beis in Arachayim Sif Aleph. So I saw that Rav Rimon wrote about this, that he pointed out that there's a uh, uh, the Pederach Klal, we don't say a bracha vatova metiv on something that's not uh, physical, that's not something physical that you, uh, if it's just stam, something that makes you happy, but it's not something physical that you've gained, that you're able to take, that you're able to hold, uh, then, uh, then then you would not make a shachianu, like you don't, or you would not make a tova metiv. Um, you would be able to say shachianu on such things, but you would not be able to uh, to say a tova metiv, uh, meaning if, uh, you know, uh, 
your your spouse does something really nice for you, but it's just a chore around the house. It's something you could you could hold. It's not a gift, so you would be allowed to say a shachianu if it's so rare. Hopefully, it's not so rare. You'd be allowed to say a shachianu, but you would not be allowed to say atova metu. But over here, it is something of substance. It's a davar mamashi. It's a it's a vaccine. So maybe atova metiv would be a, appropriate. Uh, when would you say the bracha? So mitzad echad says says uh, Rav Rimon, it's a vaccine. It's a very good thing. Mitzad sheni. It's brand new, and there could be some side effects from the vaccine. So uh, do, would you still say a bracha that you're so overjoyed when there could be side effects? He says, of course, because the Shulchan Aruch Pasanis in Reish based that if someone's mace aviv and he was yoresh something, he says a Diana MS, and right after the Diana MS, he gets a Yerusha, he says, Shechiyanu on the Yerusha. He may not be thrilled about the fact that his father died, but he is thrilled about the Yerusha, and you could separate those things out. You may not love Love the side effects of the vaccine, if there are any. Um, you know, some people aren't, don't experience any really. But you may not be thrilled with the side effects. You may not love the idea of a needle going into your arm. But you are thrilled with uh, with the the immunity that it's uh, that it's going to give you from uh, from the virus. I, we don't say brachos on other vaccines because typically when we receive other vaccines, it's not in the context of nine months of our entire lives and the lives of the entire world being disturbed and, have, and so many people we know dropping dead around us, right? So uh, given the context, this vaccine feels like a big Yeshua and therefore it would make more sense to recite a, uh, a, a Hatova Metiv. Again, L'chorah, not a Shechiyonu, L'chorah would be Hatova Metiv. Now, uh, how do we pass through this? Do we or do we not? So uh, I asked Mori uh, Rabin of Shechter on Friday uh, whether I told him that a, a, a healthcare worker asked me this question. She was very emotional about it. And he said that uh, she should probably say Hatova Metiv. And we should say Hatova Metiv. Um, one of my chaverim told me that he spoke to Rav Shechter subsequently and that Rav Shechter wants to look through the sugi again. It's not a definitive psak yet. Okay, so maybe he'll write a tshuva soon about it. But, uh, but uh, at least al regalachas, his uh, initial reaction was that l'chorot should be atov v'hametiv. Um, I, I just spoke to Rabbi Akiva Willig, who told me, uh, I asked him what Rav Mordechai Willig says, because he was asked last night in this panel discussion that why you did about, uh, about the vaccine with Dr. Glad, and he was asked about it, and he sort of skipped over that. He didn't, uh, he didn't answer that part. He answered a lot of other things, but not that part. So Rabbi Akiva Willig said, my father's not so quick to make brachas. He's not, uh, he doesn't jump to make brachas so fast. So uh, probably would not say uh, Shachianu, which is not at all surprising. Uh, the great Posek Bibi Netanyahu did say a Shachianu, according to the uh, the video of uh, Bibi getting the vaccine. Uh, I think he tweeted a picture of himself with a Shachianu. Okay, that's very nice. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's neither here nor there. The, if there is a bracha l'chora, it would be a bracha of Hatova Meta. But then there's something else that everybody agrees that l'chora you should do. Not only a bracha, there is such an inyan of a tefillah, the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Reish Lamed, Siv Dalit, Paskins, Hanichlas Lahakiz Dam, this is based on the Gemara, someone goes to do Akazas Dam, Omer, Yihir Atzal Mufnach Hashem Elkaishi, Ha'esek Zeli L'Refua, Ki Rofei Chinamata, that he should say, that tefillah, that this should be an effective refua. And then after that, cause you should say Baruch Rofei Cholim. In fact, the Rambam in the tenth paragraph of Brachos has a Peshemu Malchus. They actually say Peshemu Malchus, which is stunning. Uh, we don't pass in that way in Shulchan Aruch. We do without Shemu Malchus. The Mishabru. And uh, by the way, Advil, Tylenol, anything like that, you could absolutely go ahead and uh, and say this Tefillah. We have it on the, in our, at home and on the inside of our medicine cabinet. We taped it up to the medicine cabinet. So if you have a memory, take Tylenol. Just read the Yehi that you should daven that it should be the Rafua. Absolutely. 
one should do that. And that's what the Mishmur writes in Sivkat and Vav. Vuadin bekol midi derefu yomazeh v'loli chashiv shetiyeh is a double lolerefu elal yidei bori is bark shemo. You shouldn't think refu comes from anywhere else but the Rebbeinu Shlolem. V'lechen al yidei tefilah zu yasim bitchono bovi yivakish menesh tiyalolerefu. That builds a sense of bitachon that this is going to be a refu. And and the truth is in Nishmas Avram and some he quotes from Rav Oldenburg that it might even serve double duty because there are some, this tefillah might serve a double purpose because there are some uh, med- medications that it's a suffix whether you should recite a birch sanenim on the medication, a bidvaro or something like that. So Rav Oldenburg thought that uh, maybe this counts as uh, avoiding the issue of being nenem and olam bracha. That if you're masubic about the bracha, at least maybe this fulfills uh, the Indian of bracha rishona as well. Uh, but do you say this for preventative medicine as well? Uh, a vaccine is a prevention, it's not a treatment. So Lechorah Pashto says yes. Rabbi Akiva Willett pointed out that yes, because what's the case in the Gemara? Bloodletting. Bloodletting was very often preventative. It wasn't only when you weren't feeling well. It was something that people would do routinely as a way of maintaining good health. So it's a preventative medication as well. Uh, Agav, I should mention, that Rav Shechter brought a raya recently that preventative medicine, that when someone is taking a vaccine, he has din of a cholashen bosakana. Um, as far as far as the vaccine is concerned, we gave a share recently. We discussed about being mechal shabbos, so we, uh, we pointed out that Rav Ashawai said that it's logara. Rav Shachta says different, not Logara, he mamish is a Chol Hashem Vosakana. How does he know? What's his Raya? Because the Gemara says that that when it comes to cold, everyone is a Cholah. Why? You're not, you're not sick just because you're out in the cold, but you might get sick by being out in the cold. And, there, and the Gemara says you already have a din of a Cholah. I had the opportunity to talk to Rav Daniel Stein yesterday, and he, he questioned this Raya. He wasn't sure that it was such a great Raya, because a Cholah might be definition of a Cholah Shem Vosakana someone's not able to function properly. So it could be that while you're in the cold, you're just not functioning properly. It's not about the fact that you're going to catch a cold because Haraya, you're also Cholagabe heat. Uh, so uh, it's not that you're going to catch a heat. You're not going to get sick from, from the heat. It's just that you're not functioning properly. But anyway, that's what Rav thought that. It has a din of a Cholashem So at the end of the day, what should we do when we uh, get the vaccine? For everyone who needs it. What should we do when we get the uh, vaccine? We should uh, definitely save the tefillah, that without a doubt. When you take any medication. You should definitely save the tefillah we should definitely recognize that the Rebbeinu Shalom is involved and this is, that this is all in the hands of the Rebbeinu Shalom, whether we should actually recite a bracha. So if you do recite a bracha, it should be at the first dosage. That's where Shachta thought, but, uh, and that's where Rimon thought as well. But uh, if you do recite a bracha, it should be a tova metiv, not a shachianu. But that's a discussion whether, uh, whether or not one should uh, or should not recite a bracha. I believe Rav Asher Weiss thought that you say the tefillah, not the bracha, if I'm not mistaken. Rav Willig also, apparently, uh, the tefillah, not the bracha. Rav Shachta thought with the bracha, a tov, especially if one is particularly uh, very excited. Rav Rimon writes that only if you're very excited by it. If you just view it as just like a chore, just something you have to do, like a flu vaccine that you get every year or something like that, then it would not be, one would not recite a bracha. The ikr is, we should all uh, have all the refus that we need for us and for all of humanity, Bezrus Hashem, and we should see a time where we don't know of this virus anymore. Have a great day, everyone.